I'm Kier from In Defense Of, a fandom inclusion and community podcast that's part of the Gun and Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on this network are individually owned, and the opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other really interesting geeky shows at gunandgeeknetwork.com. Welcome to episode 175 of Better Podcasting. On this show, we quickly review Better Podcasting's 2018. In this week's Better Podcasting download, we interrupt ourselves. Finally, in this week's Better Podback, we run down your feedback from several places. And don't forget about our new hashtag podwarming segment where I've got a bit of a personal story. Lauren, start the show now. Welcome to Better Podcasting, a show where we talk about podcast tips, tools, and best practices to help you succeed with your podcast. What makes us different? Well, just like you, we podcast purely out of the love and fun of it. Podcasting is our hobby, and we recognize that it's yours too. We always encourage your questions and feedback, and you can find all of our contact information at betterpodcasting.com. Here's your host for the show, Stephen John Drew and Stargate Pioneer. Welcome to episode 175 of Better Podcasting. I am Stephen John Drew, and I am pleased to say that the supportive SP is here this week. I'm not like physically supporting you, but I'm here mentally supporting you and mentally supporting our listeners because what we're here to do is talk about hobby podcasting and how to make your podcast better. That's why we titled the show Better <laughs> Podcasting. Fair enough. One thing that we did at the end of 2018 is we said to our audience and ourselves, what is your one goal that you want to accomplish in 2019? We didn't want to make it too complicated. Just want to make one improvement to yourself, your podcast, your show, something around your episodes, your podcast. And just to make it better in 2019. Well, it's a quarter has gone by now. It's now April. So the first three months of the year are over. We want to know how you are doing with that goal. And to that end, I'm going to ask Steven, how are you doing with your goal? You know what? It's funny you mentioned this because I'm, I think I'm doing a lot better than I was, but I have noticed in the last couple of weeks that I needed to refresh myself of my goal. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with what my goal was, was this whole thing actually started because I was listening back to an episode of the official geek.com show and I went, Steven, you are mumbling your words. You need to enunciate better. And so I set that as my own goal there. And then I printed off a piece of paper that said enunciate. It had one word and that's how this whole thing kicked off. And I think I've been doing a lot better actually, but I do need to put that cold water on my face because I've noticed there's a couple of times even during the show that I've realized this and had to make a correction. Now it's a good thing that I'm noticing, like if I can toot my own horn for a little bit, it's a good thing that I'm noticing within the show because that means I am more aware of the goal. And that's what we always tell people. And it's the truth. Like, you know, if you have a nervous tick, even in life, if you are noticing it, when you do it, that means that you've kind of taken the first step towards killing it. So I think I'm I'm doing good with it, but I do need people to still call me out so that I can keep in check. How are you doing with your goal? I think I mentioned two goals. Let's speak about one goal today, and we'll talk about the other goal tomorrow, next week, whatever, the next episode. My first one was to say so less. As I am transitioning from thought to thought 
especially if I am leading my podcast, whether it's Starling Tribune or Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., I say so quite a bit, or in explain mode, because when I'm doing SP Space Symposium on Gonna Geek, I probably say so as I'm transitioning from one thought to the other. It's a more educated version of um, but it's still there, and I hate the sibilance of my voice. I just hit it right there, by the way, when I said sibilance, <laughs> but I really don't like it when I say so. It's not good for the conversational flow. I could take it out. Matter of fact, in editing and post-editing, when I'm editing Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Starling Tribune, I take those out. There's no reason for them to be there. I've been finding out more and more they just don't need to be there. I have been saying them less, but they are still there because I'm still taking them out. And every once in a while I say it and I pause and I know it's going to be bad for the podcast because then I got to go back in and edit it out later. But I'm in that mode where I'm thinking about it. And when I say it, sometimes I just roll straight through and just kick myself in in my head <laughs> because I'm going to have to edit it out later. And then I know not to say it for the next five minutes or so. But if I'm really getting into a conversation, I'll just let it roll. So it's not natural to me yet. I'm still working on it. Anyway, we bring this up because we want you, our listener, to tell us how you are doing with your one goal, whether you told us what your one goal was or not. We want to hear from you. So get those into us at all the same ways that we say all the time at BetterPod on Twitter, podcast at betterpodcasting.com on email, and then you can hit up Stephen on our Facebook page. But if you could send in a video or a audio feedback for that, that would be great. But we'll just take text if that's all you have time for. So Another what thing, you're saying is that people need to send in their goals to us so that we can talk about it in the future and so that we can do another segment. So you just said so three times just to bug me. I right? did, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I want to do is have people get their goals to us and just share with the class. How are you doing? Are you having any problems? What can we do to help you? obtain your goal by the end of 2019, or maybe you've nailed it and you've moved on to goal number two. That would be awesome as well. We also take a lot of feedback on how you save your podcast. We start off most of our podcasts with a how I save your podcast story. I actually have one for the future, but we're not going to use mine because we actually got a how I save my podcast story from a listener. Steven, roll the clip. Hey, SPN Steven, this is Jonathan Bloom of, uh, weekly awesome and stuff like that. I wanted to say that this is how I saved my podcast. So we had a guest on and this person typically sounds great, except this time it sounded all echoing and stuff like that. So I said, can you just tap your mic? So I, they did that. And all of a sudden we find out, oh, you're not on the mic that we typically have you on. So they then were on the soundboard mic across the room. So they changed their mic and now I'm editing the episode and it sounds amazing. So except for if you have things like what uh, Bing's Naughty Bits was saying about how certain mics like rear mics you don't want to tap. If it's a mic like this, tapping it can really be good and beneficial to know if you're on the right mic. So thank you again for the great tip. And until next time, be awesome. Thank you so much for sending that. For the audio listener, we got to go ahead and give special credit here because 
there was a pizza hat involved. Like, we are getting some of the best voicemails and or video clips and things that I've seen across the entire internet over the last little while. We've had a troll, now we've had a pizza hat. So this is, I think, something that people are going to have to keep stepping up whenever they send a video clip in, because these are these are getting really, really good. And yes, there was a pizza hat involved and a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you want to check that out, we do have a full video companion of this show, if you didn't know, available at betterpodcasting.com. I also want to highlight right now that he referenced something that Bangs Naughty Bits, who is a loyal listener to the show or viewer of the live stream, is also in our Discord channel, and he's also a fantastic moderator over on the podcasting subreddit. And this actually all came out of the fact that there was a bit of a, a discussion that Jonathan was having over on our Discord server. And so there was a bit of back and, converse, a back and forth conversation that happened about the microphones that Jonathan was referencing there. So those are the sort of things that you're missing out at by not being on our Discord server over at betterpodcasting.com slash discord what jonathan was saying is something that we've talked about before on the episodes and something that i talked about before on a specific how i saved my podcast story on legends of shield we had our co-host tap her mic and we didn't hear it and we tried to fix it we couldn't fix it so then we went ahead and we recorded with the webcam microphone i think that's really what he was coming back from but Bangs Nutty Bits is absolutely right. If you have a fragile microphone like a ribbon microphone, you don't want to be tapping anywhere on the microphone like I just did on the BP40 and like I am on the camera on my RE320 that I'm holding in my hand. You don't want to be doing that to fragile microphones. But most of the microphones that you should be using with your podcast should be a dynamic cardio microphone, which should be okay to tap, or even a condenser microphone if you happen to be using one you can tap one really lightly and you shouldn't damage it so those microphones should be okay to tap one alternative that was mentioned which can be effective but can also be very confusing is to blow on your microphone instead so now the problem with that is some of these webcam microphones that are so close to the individual especially if it's like a laptop or on a laptop they're so close it's really hard to tell i've actually had that happen where I, with SP actually, before the show, we were doing a test and I said, blow on your, your mic. And he did. And I thought he was blowing on his mic, but it was actually the webcam. I'm like, okay, okay. Now blow actually right on your webcam. And it was night and day difference. So the blow method is safer, especially if you have a windscreen on there, cause you don't want to get too much moisture in there, but it also can be a little more confusing. So you got to use your best judgment. You know, your microphone, hopefully do what is best for your microphone. And if you have a How I Save My Podcast story, please get in touch with us through any of the ways that we previously mentioned. And if you can send us a video clip, that would be fantastic, especially if you have something that can one-up the pizza hat. This week on the show, we decided to take our own advice. And as an example, we're going to review our own show from 2018. We're going to look at what worked for our audience as topics, and we hope to provide some reflection on some things that people within podcasting are interested in overall as well, because that's the topic of our show. Today, we're going to be doing some public analysis, and we're going to drop the curtain a bit and share some statistics from our 2018 downloads per episode. Yes, today we're going over the top 
10 episodes downloaded of her show in 2018. We've actually done this before. It was two years ago, though. And the reason why we didn't do it last year was because Lipson changed the way they did statistics so we couldn't actually determine a 100% what our top 10 episodes are. I think eventually they will have all their statistics from January 1st to December 31st on the same algorithm, but right now it's broken into two as of one November. So we really couldn't do that for 2017. We're going back to it for 2018. Now, our goal in doing this today is to help highlight areas that your fellow podcasters are interested in, and this will help surmise things that others might be focusing in on to help make their show better. We've also had quite a few people on our Discord say they're going back and exploring our back catalog, so this can serve as a, hey, did you check out this episode list for you as well? And with no further ado, the top 10 episodes of 2018 starts with number 10. Steven? So number 10, the, the 10th most downloaded, was Better Podcasting, number 156, called Promoting Your Podcast in Person. Now, I'll go ahead and say right now that any of these that we're about to mention, you can go find them by putting in the website address betterpodcasting.com slash number. So like this one would be betterpodcasting.com slash 156. In this episode, we ended up discussing different challenges that people have had promoting their podcast in person and how they can overcome said challenges. Because promoting your podcast in person can definitely be its own beast. We actually mentioned that last week, and it's funny to see that this one came in at number 10. Now, as we go through this list, we'll also give a footnote to what the Better Podcasting download was, because we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that we always put that in our keywords and potentially something in there could also have contributed to the downloads. In this one, the better podcasting download was that Pandora entered podcasts. SP, I know when you were looking through this analyzing number 10, you thought to yourself that this one was a little bit interesting to be on the list for a couple of reasons, right? Yeah, promoting your podcast is always a high interest item and it's a high interest topic because Listener and audience growth is one of the main things that a podcaster is looking at to make their show better. And promoting techniques as well, they can and do change over time because you have a quickly social media changing environment. You have a technology space that's changing itself and might offer some new avenues of promotion. You also have the podcasting industry itself changing. So it is always great to look at the promoting your podcast from a new light, just like we did last week. And any new publishing destination that is normally consumed by listeners is an advancement for the normalization of podcasting. So when Pandora became part of podcast publishing destination, I know it's still limited. It's still in beta, so to speak. But because there is such a high interest in that, I could see that the two combined to make that our number 10 episode of 2018. So number nine, I was really actually happy to see this one on here because this is something that I will fully admit was Mr. Pioneer's idea, but it was one of my favorite ones that we've done actually in the recent years. And it was number 154, so 154, which was titled, Is It Really Team Over Tech? Now, we were inspired to do this episode about a bold statement that we had heard from some people, which is that team is basically more important than tech. So having a good team for your podcast is more important than having good tech. 
So we went through and we broke down a bunch of reasons of actually why both of those sides of the coin were true and why they were not. So we tried to find a little bit of balance so that we could really ultimately answer that question. And the spoiler alert, there was no conclusive answer to that question because of the fact that they both have benefits. Now, what I thought was really interesting about seeing this one on here is if I think back to a bunch of the episodes that we've done just without pulling data and things like that, this one stands out as one that we got a lot of immediate feedback on after we did it. We had a lot of people commenting, actually saying that they were agreeing with the points that we were putting forward in this episode. And so why I thought that was interesting was because it really sort of highlighted to me that the immediate feedback that we got also kind of reflected some of the overall long-term or, th or the big downloads that we got out of our show over the last couple of years. The downloads reflected the fact that we got immediate feedback on there. Thus, it's a good indication that if you are getting immediate positive feedback about something, it might be worth considering that that might be something that your audience is really liking. And it, you know, kind of goes back to the core reason of why we don't recommend that you start a show by having 30 in the can because you're not getting feedback on those 30 and you might go and publish episode one and get a bunch of really good feedback. And it could be a situation like this where that immediate feedback is reflective of the overall opinion of your show. So I, I was really interested to see this one on here. And the better podcasting download segment of this episode was the TechCrunch article, what's next for podcasting subscriptions and exclusives. We took our spin on it from a hobbyist standpoint, basically taking a little bit of issue with it, and that might have been a cause for some of the downloads as well. Moving on to number eight, it was Better Podcasting episode number 160, so you can find it at betterpodcasting.com slash 160. It was titled The Truth About Owning Your RSS Feed. There's a lot of talk about owning your own RSS feed, and quite honestly, there's pros and cons to it, which we went over in the episode. And there's a lot of statements surrounding this idea of owning your own RSS feed that we don't necessarily believe is 100% true and factual. So in that episode, we ran down the reasons for believing in the statements, for not believing in some statements, and why it's an important consideration of owning your own RSS feed, and ultimately what we think it means to own your own RSS feed. It was a very nice episode. We did get a lot of feedback from it. I'm not surprised that this was number eight for 2018. What was surprising to see on this list above these other ones that I mentioned was this one, which was number seven. The Better Podcasting number 161, which was the Our Gear 2018, the Steven edition. So we've got a tradition. We've mentioned it before. But for those of you who are just checking out the show for the first time, every year we wrap up our show for the year by doing the last couple of episodes based around the gear that we've acquired over the previous year. This is something that started off early on just with the timing of what we had planned. And it ended up being how we wrapped up our year. And we went, you know what? that works. And let's end every year that way. And so this was the December 2018 second to last episode, episode 161, where I went through my gear acquisitions over the past year. Now in the download segment, there was the Pandora application form and talking a little bit about how extensive the, that application form is if you haven't checked it out or at least how it used to be 
asked a lot of personal questions about your podcast. So perhaps this had a little bit to do with it, but I think when we get a little bit later, we might be able to surmise that it wasn't the download. <laughs> also with number six, the next one up our list, it was better podcasting number 150 and for each 50 episodes that we've done, we've done a landmark episode, one that we think kind of stands out and goes back to the fundamentals. On the 50th, I did the 50 golden rules of hobby podcasting. On the 100th, we went into how we would start a podcast. And in this one, we titled it how to start a new podcast on both media hosting and self-hosting. I guarantee if you're looking at starting a new podcast, this is going to be a topic that you are at least going to consider if you know anything about an RSS feed and media hosting versus self-hosting. So we definitely want to have a little fun with that. And the original intent was to argue back and forth, but we backed off on that because we found that we were both agreeing on both sides. So we didn't actually argue, but we did go back and forth on differing opinions. We took a debate-ish sort of spin on it. And it was a, a fun exercise of, okay, SP, are you going to start a show with self-hosting? And Steven, are you going to start a show with media hosting? And we went back and forth on that for a while. And we went through all the steps and it was a fun episode to do. And we can see why a new podcaster would want to actually listen to that episode. I also do want to go ahead and mention right now that in our Discord channel over the last couple of weeks, uh, we have had actually quite a few people talking about how they are going through our back catalog. And we did have a couple of people indicate that they're waiting for us to do that one episode that basically summarizes how exactly we would start up a podcast. Well, there's two things to note on that. Number one, the first seven episodes basically goes over that and uh, it mostly stands up to date of better podcasting. But number two, uh, this whole 150 idea kind of started that way and we really had to just leave it where we left episode 150 because of the fact that there was so much stuff in there. So it just goes to show you're not getting your one episode. This is how you do it. It's not going to happen because we just think there's so many other important variables and considerations that you have to make when you start a podcast that you almost have to put it into different sections of consideration. So you're not getting that one page medium article that is just misleading. You're not getting that from us. No, if you want that, go buy yourself a Yeti and have fun with that. <laughs> the download segment for episode 150 was Spotify Podcasters Dashboard and how self-hosters can join Spotify or at least apply to join to Spotify now. And I think that was interesting, too. So that was number six. Steven, number five. Number five was titled Dealing with the Ever-Changing Podcast World in 2018. And this was episode 153. And... Purpose of this was to highlight that because the world is changing, so is podcasting. And because podcasting is new, it is evolving very quickly. The title is pretty self-explanatory of this episode, but we really wanted to go through and review some of the things and the challenges that podcasters are facing now or then in 2018, pretty much applicable now in March or April of 2019. But we wanted to highlight the things that people are facing now that they weren't facing years ago. And one of the big reasons we wanted to do that was because there is a plethora of information on podcasting on the Internet. And a lot of this information is dated. And it's worth considering 
that somebody that gained their expertise five years ago or longer and hasn't really evolved or maybe hasn't started a show in recent might not fully understand some of the challenges and the way that podcasting has evolved and continues to evolve now. It's a different beast. So we really wanted to go ahead and highlight some of the ways that you can best prepare yourself for those changes and the evolution within podcasting. We've actually touched on this a couple of times over the last 175 episodes because even in, since we started the show, we have seen some significant changes. So if you want to hear a little bit more about how we think the world of podcasting continues to change, this is worth checking out episode 153. We also in the download here, which I will fully say probably had nothing to do with our downloads, was that Scripps acquired Triton. I, I highly doubt that people were finding us within the sea of other articles that were posting on that. It probably had nothing to do with our episode downloads. And that was more of a procaster sort of issue and not really something that hobbyists would worry about. But yeah, I will agree with Stephen. It probably had nothing to do with our downloads and the fact that that episode was number five of 2018. Number four was Better Podcasting episode 149. It was titled Recording Quality Podcast Audio. So this is the nuts and bolts of getting good audio or listenable quality audio out to your listener. It's a topic that's near and dear to us because it probably directly related to our drive to start better podcasting because we had done so much work making our audio better for ourselves. And this was an episode that was really inspired by a series of questions we had been answering and had been asked. So it makes sense it would be higher because it's, again, a high interest item. And we basically gave people what they were asking for. And apparently it was noticed for the downloads in the download segment, the better podcasting download segment of the episode, it was titled, how much effort is podcasting really? Which was a big post on Reddit. And again, people want to know this. If I'm to start a podcast brand new, don't know anything about podcasting. So that was me previous to voices of defiance episode number one. I would want to know how much effort am I going to actually have to spend on this on a routine basis? The first couple of episodes, they're going to be a lot more, but then after a while you get into a routine and it gets a little bit better. So I could see both of those issues coming up quite a bit for somebody searching for a podcast episode or scanning down the list and saying, Hey, I want to listen to that one again. Or I want to listen to that one for the first time. I think that both serve to make that our number four downloaded episode for 2018. For number three. It was titled Common Podcasting Mistakes. I wonder what that one's about, SP. Hmm, that's confusing. Confusing title. I probably could have done a better job of that. Oh, wait, it was exactly like it sounds. It was common podcasting mistakes that we have seen podcasters make. Now, we weren't just talking out of our you-know-what. This was considering, obviously, things that we've seen as podcasters ourselves, but also based off of applications that we have seen coming into the Gunna Geek Network. Because we, we get a lot of people applying to the Gunna Geek Network, and we wanted to sort of put all of that out there, things that we had seen, reasons that people had not really uh, been accepted to the network, but in a way that it wasn't directly calling people out, because we don't think that that's very fair to people. So that's what, that's what we did there. No, it's not. And once you've reviewed a few shows like 
officially reviewed a few shows and you have to come up with some sort of criteria and then you look at the show and see what matters and what doesn't in the end to your decision, you know, what is actionable out of your review, then you start keying in on stuff that really matters for a podcast. So this is really a good example of having your finger on the pulse of your niche. Multiple people are asking something. There's a good chance there's going to be more people that are interested in it. And it's not a surprise that this is going to be high up on our list of top 10 episodes that were downloaded in 2018. Uh, We made no secret that better podcasting was made because we knew there was other hobbyists who wanted to make their show better. So doing an episode where we literally talk about a collection of issues and ways to handle them shows up that shows us that it's basically what we've achieved for the show. So thank you everybody for downloading that episode. It is a vindication that better podcasting was started for the right reasons. The second most downloaded episode of 2018. Can I just walk away now? Can I walk? Can I leave now? Can I, can I walk away now? I think you should. Is that allowed? Okay. That is is allowed because the, what was it here? Um, I'm looking back at the list. Oh yeah. Number seven was Steven's edition for his gear in 2018. Number two. Yeah, that's me. My gear edition for 2018 is better podcasting number 162 is the last episode that we did in 2018. This is where I went over all my changes to my gear in 2018, just like Steven did in episode 161. For some reason, people liked my episode and downloaded my episode more than his. I think there's a couple reasons to it, but in any case, I am number two and Steven is number seven. That's okay. That's okay. We know that. We know that. But the number one... Oh, and we didn't talk about the download. The download was a touchy-feely podcast story because it was the end of the year and we wanted to leave it on a high note. Um, And that was all basically an inspirational Reddit post that we saw. And that's, that's why it was number two. Number one, though, on the other hand, was episode 117, which was titled Better Podcasting Changes and the fine details of podcasting. Now, this was the number one episode in 2018 when Emily Prokop and Jason Bryant took over the show. For those of you who don't know, we do stream this show live on Wednesdays, usually at 5 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And Jason Bryant actually just hopped into the chat a few minutes ago while we are recording this live to do self-promotion. Little did he know that he was going to be self-promoted or promoted by us in the number one spot. So I didn't want to go ahead and let the promotion go undiscussed the fact that he's also self-promoting himself in the chat. I, I couldn't let that go. It was our listeners that promoted him because the listeners elevated the episode <laughs> to number one from 2018. Yes, Jason Bryant from matttalkonline.com, I think. He runs a wrestling podcast network. And by wrestling, I don't mean WWF, WWE, whatever. I'm talking about NCAA and then international worldwide wrestling. So this is the competition stuff that you've seen in the Olympics and in college. And he does a great job of covering it over a span of 20. I I don't even know how many shows he started. At one point in time, his network had like 26 active shows on it. I don't know what his active number of shows are on it now. And Emily Prokop from the Story Behind podcast the two of them just came in and, and just blew us away. So yes, congratulations guys. And thank you to our listeners for downloading all these shows. 
and especially Better Podcasting number 117, because they did a lot of great discussion in that episode over ID3 tags, art specifics for like the logo, you know, all the nitty gritty stuff that podcasters end up scratching their heads over. They went over the fine details of those minutiae and it to this day is a great resource for us to have as an episode. So the takeaways from this episode is number one, people don't want SPNI around. They're clearly Emily and, um, Brian are, are much more popular. Emily and Brian, much more popular than us. Uh, also we should probably quit right now. Yep. Yeah. And also SP and I should probably just go ahead and end the show. So on that note for episode 175 of no, 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 I'm not going to do that, but, uh, now I'm confused because there's no more show notes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Putting all of that joking aside, which is true, they are better than us, uh, there is an important note that we should say about this, that these statistics are slightly skewed for this episode, and by slightly I mean greatly, because it's a really good example on how promotion, you know, promotion we spoke about last week, can work, especially having guests on your show. We actually came up with this idea of having them take over the show based off of a joke that was previously made when I was unable to join for one episode. It was a joke. It was an offhanded comment that Jason made. And so I said, hey, this is a great idea. Let's execute on this. Let's have this happen. So we made it happen. And Emily and Jason were kind enough to go and share this all over the way, the world and their ways and all of their podcasting space. So yes, we had them do promotion for us. That's what ended up happening. But there was an important aspect to that promotion right sp it is jason actually had the idea and i think he's done this with other shows that he's been on as well of embedding our episode into his rss feed so his rss feed ended up downloading it as well i've heard this being discussed over on libsyn where you can take an embed and then and throw it on your feed i would not do that without the podcaster's permission. Even if you're trying to do a good thing for them, you have no idea what they're trying to do behind the scenes. Maybe they have some sort of advertisement or test going on where they really need to discern what downloads are going where. So I wouldn't do it without discussing it with the podcasters themselves. But in this case, Jason asked us and we're like, yeah, go ahead. We, we didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal. Apparently it was a huge deal, huge, because the downloads, but if you take a look at our download numbers and you take a look at 117, it basically is this like little noise on the bottom and then all of a sudden, boom, like a tidal wave and then down. So yeah, obviously his RSS feed and the fact that they promoted it, they have different audiences than ours. So all three of our audiences were downloading it. It was a testament to having somebody guest on your show and having your downloads go up. Now, did this actually end up in us getting more subscriptions? It actually did, not to the level of what the download spike was. So <laughs> it, it can help you out a little bit in the end. It's not going to help you out completely. Also, Jason, this past year, he did, I don't remember what episode number it was or if it was separate on his feed. He did an episode that looked back at his first year of podcasting. It was an incredible episode, and I would encourage any of you 
to go out and look for it. We'll link it in our show notes, but I've listened to it a couple of times. It's a long one. And he talks with his first co-host and they actually did not get along for the longest time. And it comes out of what they had to go through. And this is a business podcast. This is not a hobby podcast. I would not recommend hobby podcasting with somebody that you don't like because it's just too much work and too little money to stick it out for it. Well, they were in the boat where they were trying to get everything done for a business. And it, the episode takes you through all the turmoils of that. And podcasting was not as robust as it is today. So they did a great job of podcasting together. And Jason did a good job with that episode. He did a good job with our episode. And Emily has done a great job promoting podcasting in generally and doing International Podcasting Day and being on other podcasters. And now she's a podcast consultant and editor and producer. So she's helping out a lot of people. So between the two of them, they, they're awesome. We were just fortunate enough to have them on an episode of ours. And in the chat today, as we record this, we do have loyal listener Johnny Pennington, who has also realized why we have given him the number one spot, which was because of the fact that he could beat us at wrestling. Absolutely, Johnny, you guessed it. So you nailed it. <laughs> so what can we surmise from all of this top 10? Well, number one, I want to highlight that it seems like people do like tech shows because there are several in here that are gear oriented or tech related. Now, if I think back to 2017 or 2016 when we did this, I think that that came up quite a bit too as well. Now, I'm not really that surprised to see that because there's a lot of people who do podcasting like ourselves who do really like gear. We've said it before. We'll say it a thousand more times. We have gear acquisition syndrome. You don't need to start podcasting with anything but a Audio-Technica ATR2100, AT2005, Samsung Q2U, that's where we would suggest is one of those microphones starting off. You don't need to have a bunch of gear. But the thing is for us, SP and I, we make that part of our hobby. We have fun tinkering with gear. It's part of the enjoyable experience of podcasting for us because it's part of our passion. It's the same idea as somebody who plays recreational hockey and they have a bunch of hockey sticks and different types and they've experimented with different sticks. They're not going to the NHL anytime soon, but they have fun playing with those sticks and getting to know the different feel of the sticks or the person who does drone flying that tries different drones. They probably have a favorite, but they like to tinker. It's like that with gear with us with podcasting. So it's not a surprise that other hobby podcasters share that same passion. One of the things that we wanted you to take away from the episode is to go ahead after a year of podcasting to go ahead and review your show. And you want to see what worked, what didn't work, and then evaluate why. So you notice we just didn't say, hey, here's the top 10 episodes. We actually went into depth in each of the episode and determined what made it hit to the top 10 versus other episodes for the year. And more importantly, what didn't work, we didn't go over the bottom 10 I don't think we're ever going to do that, get, take the time on the show because there's so many other things to discuss, but you want to stay away from those sorts of topics or at least understand why they didn't hit as well. Could have been a downtime during the year, could have been that the topic wasn't great, could have been that your regular showrunners weren't there. It worked out for us that Jason and Emily hit it big, but if we had two other people that nobody cared about take over our show for a week, I wonder if it would have received the same sort of acclaim. So you really have to watch out for that. You have to watch out for guests 
and guest quality? Are the guests actually contributing something to your show? If it's an interview, if it's a co-host, a guest host, whatever, all these things you have to take into account and then evaluate that as it has worked in comparison to your other episodes for that past year. Now we've done a calendar year. You can go ahead and say, well, I started my show on March 1st. So in April of 2012 or 2020, then go ahead and review the last year's worth of shows and see what worked for you and what didn't work for you. I will say it will be skewed for the first few years because you're continually to increase your subscribers, your listener base. So maybe shows at the end of the year might be more downloaded than the shows at the beginning of the year. So you have to come up with some sort of normalization factor in those cases. But in the end, what you're just trying to do is see, are you improving? Are your shows getting better? Is the audience liking your shows? Are your downloads going down? If they're going down, why? In the case of Lipson in 2017 is because they changed the stats. I know this is going on with different podcast media host providers even now. So you have to take that into account as well, which is why we didn't do this in 2017. So in summation here, just want to say that podcasters just want to make their show better. And maybe somebody should make a podcast about better podcasting. Welcome to this week's Better Podcasting Download. Uh, how do I follow that line, Nesby? I just can't. I just can't. Uh, we're today going to talk about a Reddit article that Stargate Pioneer sent my way, and I said, yes, we definitely need to talk about this on the show. The link that he sent me was titled, The Rules of Interruption. So there was actually someone who put rules out there, suggested rules of interrupting on a show. This was a really neat Reddit post, and it's the first time I've seen interruption used constructively and saying, yes, you can interrupt certain ways. And he starts out by saying interruption is a sword, and then he goes down into when you can interrupt. And interrupt only when you specifically intend to interrupt and don't interrupt just because you have something to say and it just can't wait. But here are the lists of when you can and can't. Interrupt only when you specifically intend to interrupt. If you are interrupting because you have a really funny joke to interject and the timing is of the nth essence, then interrupt. Because if you lose the timing the joke's going to fall flat and you might as well not even say it. So I get that. But what if my joke isn't funny? I would want to minimize that, both the interrupting for the joke and making a joke that is not funny on a podcast, but you would want to interrupt if you think it will hit. Another reason is if you are interrupting because you don't understand what somebody is saying and you need clarification before they proceed further than interrupt, or if you proceed, the listener needs more clarification, I would go ahead and interrupt. We've done that multiple times on this podcast. Both of us have interrupted each other and said, well, wait a minute, let's make sure we ascertain the baseline for the listener, which is fine, but it is an acceptable way to interrupt, but it's not interrupting to interrupt the other person talking. It's interrupted interrupting to make a clarification. Another reason is if you are interrupting because you passionately disagree with what they are saying and are doing it for dramatic effect, then interrupt. I've seen this back and forth. You've seen this on news programs that were quote unquote fair and balanced or whatever. 
that you've had two people that are in sense debating right there and they're interrupting because they passionately disagree. I will disagree with this statement a little bit. Again, use it strategically. You don't want to continually do it and you want to let the other person get their point out, which I think we'll get to in a second. So the final one that he lists is if you are interrupting because you have a very brief interjection to make about something they said before they move on from that thought, then go ahead and interrupt. But that is mostly the clarification issue that I was talking about before. On the other hand, here's when not to interrupt. One, if you are interrupting to ask them a tangentially related question that distracts from the point that they are trying to make, exercise restraint. Stay on topic as much as you can. Don't try to go with a hard left turn at Albuquerque. Make sure the topic that you're supposed to be discussing and covering is, in fact, covered. Number two, if you are interrupting because you're excited about what they're saying and can't wait to put it in your own two cents. Yeah, don't. Make sure they they get, if they're talking, they deserve the stage. You can put your two cents in later. So exercise restraint and do not interrupt. Number three, if you are interrupting because you think you know the point they're about to make and you want to finish their sentence for them, again, that is of no value to the listener and you might be wrong. So don't interrupt. Number four, If you are interrupting because you just kind of disagree impassionately, then exercise restraint. If you're just going to say, I disagree, let them get their point out. And then maybe they say something later that you actually agree with. So you have to do the agree disagree sort of thing. And number five, if you are interrupting to feel like you're contributing to the discussion when you don't feel like you actually are, i.e., a weak attempt at a joke, I believe you made that statement before, or merely repeating something that you or they just said, then exercise restraint. Don't be repeating yourself on a podcast. You're going to bore your listener. It's not that you don't have the time to repeat yourself. It's that your listeners like, I've already heard this. I have other stuff to listen to. Get through what you're trying to say, and then I'll move on to my next podcast. So don't encumber the listener with having to listen to you saying something, then have your co-host say something, then have the guest say something, have the interviewee say something, and it turns out to be the same thing that has been said four times. That's just not acceptable. I don't think twice is acceptable on a podcast because, oh, editing. So yeah, I would exercise restraint and I would not interrupt. Yes, definitely don't interrupt when you want to make sure to say the same thing that your co-host just said. There's other considerations as well, and I think we've talked about this before in editing. If we haven't in our editing episode in my walkthrough videos on the YouTube channel, I do state this of who I'm defaulting to and why. In this article, he is saying to default to the guest. I would probably want to do that more times than not. There are certain co-hosts, like if you have multiple co-host show, you'd want to default to the co-host that doesn't have a lot to say normally, and then they pipe up every once in a while, maybe they're comic relief or something like that, you'd want to default to them. And in editing, you can. You can default to them, but if you're not multi-tracking, you can't. So it does depend on how you're actually recording the show for there. Or if you're talking and then that co-host that barely talks starts talking, what I've done, and you might see this on the live show for both Starling Tribune and Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., I will immediately shut up. You will see me go from um, 100 miles an hour to nothing in zero flat. That is because I know 
that the listener does not want to hear me. They want to hear my co-host talk instead. And there's a bunch of other stuff here. I'm not going to go point by point. The main points were made up front, but this is an extensive article. If you're interested in learning about interruption and when to interrupt and when not to interrupt, this is an excellent resource to use. And you can find that at geeks.link slash rules of interrupting. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. Betterpodcasting.com slash one seven five. I really appreciated this Reddit post. A lot of thought was clearly put into it. And the last piece that we have in our download here is another Reddit post that, again, we wanted to highlight right now. This one's shorter. This one here is called Dear Podcasters, Please Stop Interrupting Your Episode to Apologize. So, sorry, everybody. I think I got some background noise going on. I'm, I'd like to apologize for that. So anyways, the title of this was Dear Podcasters, Please Stop Interrupting Your Episode to Apologize for Background Noise. Oh, whoops. I love this post. I I upvoted this. I do upvote posts on Reddit, by the way. So this was great. It was short. It was basically three sentences. So I'm going to read it here. I have lost count of the number of podcasts who frequently apologize for the sound of the quote unquote rain, traffic, dogs, kids, etc. In the background that we never even hear. Your microphones hardly ever pick it up anyway. Well, unless it's a condenser microphone. Recently, I heard a podcast where a train whistle was sounding in the background and the host just ignored and kept speaking and it made me so happy. If you can ignore it, so can we from a listener's perspective. This is important because when we're editing our podcasts as podcast producers or editors, when we're editing our own show and you start editing dozens of shows or hundreds of shows or thousands of shows, which both Stephen and I have at this point, you get to the point where it bugs you as a podcast producer and you become an audio snob. So stuff like that really bugs us. But I wonder how much it really bugs the listener. If it's some crying baby in the background or kids playing with toys and throwing stuff at each other, I could get that or dishes. This is something that would get me whether or not I was an editor dishes clanging in the background. Like you're meeting somebody at a coffee shop and you're interviewing somebody at the coffee shop and they have one condenser between the two or taking their (laughs) interview on their phone or whatever. You hear everything going on around that does bug me. But if it's just a dish here or there, like your family member is doing dishes, you acknowledge it, but you don't apologize for it. It's like, well, today I'm recording out in the kitchen and there's going to be some kitchen noise. All right. Or after the, I wouldn't put that at the head. I would put that at the end of the show. So yeah, I wouldn't apologize for it if it's not really bad. Now, if it is really bad, like you have taking cell phone audio of a panel at a convention and you have to use that audio because it's the only audio that you have. And the actor or the producer has said something that's really funny, really momentous news breaking. And you're the one that's breaking the news because you're the only one that was recording it. Yeah, I would say that I got this audio here. This is the best quality that we have. But I wouldn't go ahead. I wouldn't say, sorry, we'll do better next time. Sorry. No, I I wouldn't do that. But that's just me. Steven, what would you do in that situation? Yeah, I think there's a fine line of when you need to acknowledge it. But I don't think you really need to apologize for it. uh, Only because of the fact that 
it's a slippery slope if you just start apologizing for all of the errors within your show. I also don't think you always have to mention when you do have these troubles either. I think there's lots of times where you just go ahead and let bygones be get bygones and people who listen to your show otherwise will know about it uh, and they'll know that you usually don't put that out. So I think there's definitely a lot of times that you can just let things go and not have to worry about it. And I really like this post. And if you want to go ahead and check this out, it's www.geeks.link slash I'm not sorry. So geeks.link slash I'm not sorry. We'll go ahead and take you over there. And thank you to both of those Reddit posters who did make these posts. Really good, solid advice. So let's go ahead and move on to the better podback. Go ahead and kick it off here with a Apple podcast review. I'll go ahead and say iTunes. And the reason I'm going to say iTunes is the way I had to acquire this. This is an iTunes review from Australia. I haven't figured out a way in Apple podcasts because I do have an iPhone of switching countries, nor do I really want to try that on my phone. I know in iTunes you actually can. So this is from iTunes Australia. It was sent to us on January 31st, 2019. And as a special note, if you're sending us a review that is not in the United States or Canada, it's going to take me a little while to find it unless you actually give me a heads up that, hey, I sent in a review for you guys and I will go ahead and search that particular country. There's a couple of countries that I can't because you can't get out of it. I've experienced that before and it takes a major act of Apple to get your account back into your origin country. In any event, This was from iTunes Australia, and the title was Help Me Launch My Own Podcast. The text is as follows, quote, Stephen and SP are engaging and super knowledgeable. I stumbled across better podcasting in the early days of me considering starting a podcast and learned almost everything I needed to know. The unique perspectives of hobby podcasters fits perfectly with my situation and means that more of the content is actually relevant to me than most other podcasts about podcasting, which have strong focus on making money and advertising, etc. Would highly recommend giving the guys a listen if you are involved in podcasting in any capacity. Thanks so much for helping me launch the Occupied Podcast. This is Brock, and it is an occupational therapy podcast in Australia, which I have checked out. He does a great job of it. Thanks, Brock. Yes, thank you very much, Brock. Talking a little bit about Discord, which I've mentioned a few times on this show, betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. We had Houston 3 or C Houston 3. See, it's kind of rhyme. C Houston 3 say, if I want to upgrade from an SM58, what's the next step up? I want to be able to run it off a of Zoom H5. And we're had a bit of talk in there, including a recommendation from the wonderful pioneer, Kama Stargate. He said Sennheiser MD46 or Rode Procaster work. We also had Houston 3 reply say, I will look at those. I got my SM58 mics because I heard they were good, but I'm not sure I like the quote, sure sound, end quote, boo. So I also commented in there and I had a bit of a lengthy message, but a long story short was... I share your opinion on that. I used an SM58 for a very long time, moved on from it. That's how I started up the mic checking out alley because I wasn't happy with the sound. But I do want to say that in my opinion, 
the SM58, as he reaches it for it on his backdrop, uh, is a fairly natural sounding microphone. If you look at the tech specs, you'll see there's a little bit of a lift and whatnot. But when I've compared a whole bunch of different mics, I do want to say that the SM58 does sound fairly natural compared to the other ones that I have tried. I think that they offer a fairly realistic sound to how things actually are in person. And that's not necessarily what we want as podcasters when we are sitting there trying to compete with some different shows, which are maybe running tons of plugins and post or a bunch of processing. So I totally hear what you're saying. I think it's great for a stage musician for that reason. And the other thing that I do want to go ahead and mention is that if you are going places and you're being portable, it's probably not a bad microphone to have because they have been proven to be durable. I can speak to that. If you look closely, mine does have a dent in it. The Dento mic. I'm glad we had that as a reference microphone when we we're doing a lot of microphone comparisons. And the SM58, I, I can't not recommend it. He happened to choose in three, happened to be asking for others. And in my response, I got to admit, I was assuming that he was looking to upgrade, like upgrade in price. And that's why I gave those two recommendations, the MD46 or Rode Procaster, because those would be the next two up the line that I would go ahead and consider. But you're absolutely right. Maybe it's just a different sound. So uh, we went into other microphones as well that might fit, but I'll leave that for you listener to go check it out on our Discord server. We also had a YouTube comment on our last video, which really has only been out a couple of days, and it was great to get this comment by a voice of mail. The comment reads, quote, really good video. Agree with your points and tips for growing. We are practicing most of what you're talking about here. Ironically, at 33 minutes and two seconds, you mentioned people used to use voicemails to help promote shows slash ideas. LOL. That's the whole concept behind our show. It's also in the title. It's hard to get people on to contribute, contribute that way, but we love what we do and we are figuring out ways to make it work. By the way, I always hear about you guys when I'm listening to the Bandrew Says podcast, who always puts you in good graces. And as we can see for good reason, unquote, Matt, once again, was from Voice of Mail. I didn't even consider this, Stephen, a whole show dedicated to voicemail. That's awesome. But what a niche. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, we always talk about being original with yourself, even if it's not a totally original concept and, and you want to be original with your own show. And this is a fairly original concept. I like it. I think it's great. And I'll have to check it out. And also, uh, thanks for letting us know that you heard about us on the band. Drew says podcast, uh, band colon drew starring band drew and John drew is coming soon. It's happening soon. <sighs> I can't wait to uh, hear that recording. (laughs) And finally, before we do close up the show, it's time for another one of these. For today's podworming moment, it comes right from your better podcasting staff. And I want to introduce Mr. Steven with his podwarming moment. That's right. If you don't mind, SP, I'd like to take a moment to self-reflect a little in this segment. Is that okay? 
Well, you actually already placed it in the show notes, and you've already started now, so I can't say no now. Yep, exactly. That's why I ask you. So anyways, this comes because of something that just happened to me today, actually, but it also ties back to a conversation I just had last night. Here's what happened. I regularly do listen to the show the day that we record Better Podcasting. I'll go and I'll listen to an old episode because of the fact that I want to reflect on what I like, what I didn't like, so that I can really get in the right mindset going into a new episode. And there was something that I found when I was listening back to the show today, and it was that I didn't like myself. I'm not surprised. No, most people don't. So here's the thing is what I didn't like about myself I wanted to go and see if I didn't like that about myself for recent previous episodes. So I went and I checked out a couple more episodes and guess what? I continued to not like myself. And what didn't I like about myself? Well, I didn't like me. And when I say I didn't like me, I didn't like that I was missing the me factor, the Steven factor. It was my personality, my delivery, just my overall mic presence. You know, for years, I have had many people, some recognizable names, comment the same thing about me. And usually it goes something to the effect of, wow, that guy has a lot of energy. That's one of the things that a lot of people notice about me when I podcast. And as I listened back to recent episodes, I went, where are you, Steven? Where's that energy? You're missing that. And it made me a little bit sad because I was like, where's your personality, Steven? Now, why did I not notice this? Because again, I listen to the show generally the Wednesday that we are recording it because I want to listen and get in that right frame of mind. So why didn't I notice the fact that I was missing from the show, in my opinion? Well, let's get a little further inside baseball. And it all comes down to really being in a supportive frame of mind as I listen to it today, because last night... We actually had a little conversation as hosts of the officialgonnageek.com show because there has been a personal situation that's coming up that's going to land for the next few months right in the middle of when we usually record the officialgonnageek.com show. Usually it's on Mondays at a certain time that I'm not going to mention for reasons you'll hear about in a minute. And the bottom line is that I'm not going to be able to do that until sometime in July. I'm not going to be able to commit to that timeline. And so last night I met with SP and Chris to talk about this and just let them know that I wasn't going to be able to do this for a couple of months. And I was worried about it. I was concerned because these guys have very busy schedules. And so I was a little afraid of what was going to come out of that. And during the conversation, my good friend Stargate Pioneer actually said something to me. He straight up said that he could see that I was worried and concerned about this conversation and that it was weighing on me. He point blank acknowledged that. And then Chris continued uh, or agreed and also mentioned the same similar points as well. And they both were really reassuring to me that we are going to make this work one way or another. And they both verbally reassured me of that so that we would find a solution for this. Now, the thing that I haven't mentioned is because of the circumstances and it being me, I had to mention the consideration that maybe it was time to pack up the show for at least a little bit of time. But both of them were in agreement with me and wanted to find a solution and keep this going. So how supportive was that 
that they wanted to make this work through another method, even in a little bit different of a capacity. And the fact that both of my co-hosts were so willing to be able to address my feelings, my concerns, find a solution, and just be there for me helped really put me in a good frame of mind. I've actually been thinking about all day how supportive these two were. That's been on my mind all day as I've been commuting, while I've been working, I've had this come into my mind several times about how amazing these two individuals were for me in this circumstance where I am not able to continue going for at least a few months at the time and format that we have currently established on the show. And they were just there for me. And again, took some time to talk about my feelings. Canadians have feelings too sometimes. And it just was really reassuring for me. And that bit of positivity, I think, helped me look at this show, the Better Podcasting episode, with a different frame of mind, a very clear, a very positive outlook. And so that's really the heartwarming part of this story is the fact that not only did I have supportive co-hosts, that I've managed to surround myself with really supportive co-hosts, but that their support not only found a, pro a solution to the problem at hand with the podcast, but also was enough so that it triggered me to look at things differently. And I have to say, like, I don't know, maybe it won't reflect on the show, but this episode, I, I felt more me as we went through this whole episode. I just felt more like I was before. And so I think it was partially to do with that reflection I had, partially to do with the support from SP and Chris. So that's the pod warming moment is if you have that support in your life, especially with your podcasting, it can make a big difference with your happiness as you podcast. If you happen to have a heartwarming podcasting story, we really want to talk about it on a future episode. We really want to hear from you. We've done this for four weeks now, four episodes now. We want to hear from you, our listeners. So please go ahead, contact us at, at BetterPod, email us podcast at betterpodcasting.com, or catch Stephen on our Facebook page. You can even catch us on Discord, but we would probably prefer to this be private conversation because we know it could get a little personal and we don't want to give personal details out that we don't have to. So go ahead and contact us and we would love to talk about it on a future show that is the goodness of the pod warming segment hashtag pod warming absolutely so for episode number 175 of better podcasting i'm stephen john drew saying again i'll say it supportive stargate pioneer and i'm sp saying looking forward to seeing you next time bye see ya Thank you for listening to another episode of Better Podcasting. We want to hear from you. You can find all of our contact information at betterpodcasting.com. If you like the show, please consider giving us a five-star review in iTunes. We encourage you to check out all of the other geeky podcasts available at gunnageeknetwork.com. This has been a Gunna Geek production. Thanks for listening, and we will see you again next week.